You're listening to the 5-Minute Friday podcast episode of The Aligned Self. This is your host, Daniel Janovi. Okay, 5-Minute Friday, a short and concise podcast episode of The Aligned Self designed to leave you with a question, an idea, a strategy, a tip, a hack in order to give you greater access to your conscious awareness, evolving your conscious awareness, or give you greater mastery over your mind. Hello, friend, and welcome into this 5-Minute Friday. Today, I want to talk about how perception can alter your sense of reality. Let, wait, 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 wait. That came out of my mouth wrong. Not that it can alter your sense of reality. It does. Your perception is one of the filters that filters out what the real world is. I've said in other episodes that we don't actually interact with the real world in and of itself. We always interact with some representation of it, some interpretation of reality. And so what I want to talk to you today about is a study that occurred in 1980. It took place at Dartmouth University and instigated by sociologist, professor, and researcher Robert E. Kleck. The study had 24 women in the program. Each of them were taken individually into a room and makeup was applied, theatrical makeup, in the form of a scar. They actually had a scar applied to their face. Well, there's no mirrors in this room, and after the makeup was applied, the women were given a handheld mirror to look at the scar, look at the disfiguration on their face. And then they were asked, if someone didn't know that this was simply theatrical makeup, if they thought it was a real scar, a real disfiguration, how much do you think it would impact your social interactions with other people? Most of them said if it was family, it would not impact their relationship with them. But strangers, on a scale from 1 to 5, the participants felt that it landed right about 3.8, or almost 4 out of 5, heavily weighted that it would impact your interactions with strangers, that they might be disgusted or they might be offended or they might be, you know, just show some type of bias in the exchange. Well, after they revealed what they felt the impact would be, they gave up the mirror and they began to be led out of the room. And the makeup artist said, wait, just a minute, I need to touch this up just a little bit. And so they sat back down and instead of touching it up, the makeup artist removed the scar And so they were led out of the room into the interview, into the exchange. And then when they came back, every one of the women reported that they were definitely biased, that it really impacted their exchange with other people. Sometimes people had too much eye contact. They could not look away. Other times they could not look them in the eye. They kept averting their gaze. And then other women said that there were specific things said that definitely insinuated that having the scar was a problem. According to the women, of course these people were too polite to say anything directly. They were interpreting the nonverbal communication. They were interpreting their behavior. But remember, none of them actually had the scar. They just thought they had the scar. And so because of their perception, because they thought they had this disability... They began interpreting subtle clues or subtle innuendo and making it mean something that it really didn't. They had similar but different interpretations. They said that the interviewers were biased, that they were offended, that they were disgusted. 
all over something that was imagined. It wasn't really even there. This, this study just totally blew my mind when I found out about it. And this is especially relevant in today's culture, where, the, where you have the woke culture and different movements that talk about the biases and the discrimination that's going on. They're perpetuating a victim mentality that because you are in a particular demographic, then you are automatically faced with a certain amount of bias. Well, this study shows that that ain't necessarily true. What it says, based on your self-perception, based on your self-identity, how you see yourself, your limitations and your liabilities, you may be projecting out onto the world that the world has a bigger issue with you than it really does. This just doesn't apply to disabilities or racism or other physical attributes. This accounts for the biggest reason why women wear makeup. Now, I'm not opposed to makeup. Someone thought I was opposed to makeup. It's just, I recognize that it's more of a presentation than the fact. But not only makeup, this also accounts for why women are the biggest customers of plastic surgery. Why some women have multiple plastic surgeries. Another way of looking at this is this is why it's embarrassing if you know you have a stain on your shirt or on your pants, or if you have a zit on your forehead or on your nose. When you think everyone's looking at it, you think everyone's considering it. Yet, if you didn't realize you had a stain on your clothes or on your blouse, and you weren't aware that you had a zit on your face, it doesn't bother you. You don't see the change in behavior in other people unless you think you have an issue. The question I want to leave you with in considering this study, where are you projecting on the world? Where are you taking offense where there is no offense implied? When I work with clients on the subpersonality level where there is a, a feeling that you are somehow different, either racially or physically, there is a separation. There is a subpersonality that is in there that is perceiving the world from a perspective of I'm different and everybody notices. I'm not like everybody else. So investigate where are you projecting onto others? What assumptions are you making that other people are doing on your behalf? I'm really curious what your answers are. If this is meaningful to you, if this makes sense to you, send me a message. Go to yesdaniel.com and go to the comment section and send me a, an email. I want to hear your side of it. I want to hear your perspective. So I'm going to thank you in advance. Until next time, this is your friend and host, Daniel Danovi, urging you to follow your bliss. Live your life from inner signals. Be inner directed as you engage in the epic adventure. Mm-hmm.